Welcome into the defeated DTC, defeating the curse, whatever you want to call us. The podcast that has to cover is forced to cover the Washington Wizards, the Washington Redskins. We love the Caps, and we're okay with the Nets right now because the season isn't in flight. LP and Joe here, two man show, quick reaction show. Kelly Oubre headed out of town, the lone bright spot on this team, the 20 year old with unlimited upward potential who has shown promise uh, to me anyway over the last couple of seasons since he's been here the reason that they shouldn't have signed Otto to a long-term deal we say goodbye to Kelly Oubre today as he is headed somewhere it was rumored Phoenix and now it looks like he's headed to the Memphis Grizzlies um LP what was your initial reaction I'll, I'll I think I know where you're going with this and let's save the fire Ernie stuff until the end but I you know, I think my take might surprise you, but where are you? Just what was your initial reaction when you heard that Kelly Oubre and Austin Rivers were the two players that the Wizards opted to trade for Trevor Ariza, who's been here before? He now he's on a one-year deal, so he's done at the end of this season. You don't have to pay him, you don't have to extend him. You know, and let, let's just you know quickly here for those that aren't following the league, Trevor Ariza, he may be up there in age, but he's still getting it done defensively. He can still hit a, th- a consistent three. He can defend what the two the three the four as you need so he definitely brings something you need but i i just i mean was your initial response that Ubre was too big of a price my initial response was is jan mahimi involved in this deal no is dwight howard involved in this deal no is Otto porter porter involved in this deal no i, I don't see what the the win is for the wizards you're bringing in a 39 year old trevor ariza yeah he may be able to cover the number one guy but what does it matter? I mean, you're, you're not going to go anywhere this year anyway. To trade away one of your rising stars, your best best athlete under 25, uh, is just insane to me. I, I don't see the plus side of this. You finally had a bench that would be able to score in an Austin Rivers, and then you trade him away too. So you're really trading away two solid pieces or two pieces that have a lot of potential for someone who's 39 years old. Yeah, he may offer the leadership. And he may. Hold on, is he actually you know, thirty nine? Are you just pulling that out of the, out of the air? He doesn't. He doesn't no, he's, he's not. Dude, he played with Kobe Bryant. Yeah, but he's not thirty nine. He's not thirty nine years old. We got to uh, do a little right. fact check. He's thirty. He's thirty five. He's thirty three. I'm I'm checking right now. He's thirty three, and he can defend. Whatever. Look, I'm actually going to go the opposite way here. Okay, I'm actually pro this trade for two reasons. I hate to see Ubre leave, but the Wizards were never going to be able to sign him to keep him in any way. This offseason, okay? He was going to be an RFA. Just hear me out. Just hear me out. He was an RFA. He was going to walk, and the, the we would have all been blue. We would have been yelling until we're blue in the face that they should never have signed or extended Auto Porter. Although I think both you, both you and I both agreed that they had to do it at the time they did it. They wouldn't have had money to, to sign him, period. So at least you're getting something. Now, the something isn't very good. The other, you know, leave the Ubre piece aside here for a second. I'm okay with Austin Rivers getting getting sent out of town for two reasons. One, I don't think he gives you anything that you didn't have before. And frankly, that frees up more minutes for Sadaransky, right? And this is a guy who the Wizards go out of their way to screw this guy consistently. You've Like, you have a guy who can play. You've got to play him. And with, with Rivers not in the mix anymore, there should be more minutes for Sato. Now, now I still don't understand why, like, and a distant third reason why I like this trade is because it should shine an incredibly bright light on how terrible Ernie Grunfeld is. Okay, everybody should look at this and say, this makes absolutely no sense. And soon, I think the fingers are going to start pointing a lot more towards Ted as well. Because Ted is falling into the same complacency that, that seems to 
just run like all the owners in this town, like Ted as the Caps owner, leave him aside. But it took him forever to fire. And I wish FP was on right now to talk about this, but like he took forever to get around to firing George McPhee. Now McPhee ended up going out to Vegas and building a great team, but it took a change to get this team over the Caps over the hump. Dan Snyder refuses to make a change with Bruce Allen, no matter how blue, like we're all done with Bruce Allen, but Dan still keeps him around. Ernie Grunfeld is, is a, I mean, I don't know why he's still the GM of this team. There's no actual reason for it. And with a move like this, I, I mean, someone in Ted's circle has to point a finger and say, hey, that guy's not doing, he's not getting it done for you here. He actually advised you to sign auto and not, you know, double down and see what Ubre plans out. Like, I just, I, I mean, we couldn't have kept him anyway. You get a guy in Ariza who will help you this season. He will. I mean, he will. But, but, and you don't have to pay him in the offseason. So if they're going to go full no. full tank and rebuild here, then Ariza's contract is better to have on the books than, than Austin Rivers. But I, I just, like, the initial reaction on, on the, in, like, the Twitterverse is like, oh, this is going to help them. Because I don't know how, I don't, like, yes, it, maybe it helps them defensively. It helps them in certain, with certain matchups and lineups. But, but come on, man. Like, this is, uh, if you're a Wizards fan, this is a dark moment for sure. Because Kelly Oubre was promising, and he was a guy that, like, for me, I, I enjoyed watching him. I'll, I'll be really honest. I enjoyed watching him. Yeah, I don't care what he says that, it, you know, he's not going to stay or whatever. He would have stayed if the situation was right. If you had the right locker room, if you had the right coach, if you had all these right pieces, he would have stayed. There's no doubt about that. But the fact that everyone's pointing fingers, Bradley Beal's blaming ownership, which he's he's absolutely right. I mean, they're at fault for this. Um, there's just – I don't see the positive side of it. You don't even get a second-round draft pick out of this. You, you get nothing. You're, you're literally throwing away – two younger stars or someone who's older and nothing in return. It, wow. this makes Rivers, was no Rivers sense. really a star? Was River really, like, he wasn't a star. Like, would you have rather, I would have rather seen Otto Porter and Rivers go, right? I, like, Otto. yeah, right? I, I think would, everybody... you have, would you rather have Rivers or Trey Burke or Brendan Jennings or name your backup point guard for the past okay, five but, years? Okay, I mean, Brandon Jennings isn't in the league, not. but Trey Burke is getting it done. Like, he's still playing. Like, and, and, and Tim Frazier's actually still playing. Like, they're, they're, they're better outside of Washington. And I don't know if, yeah. if that's because we are... Like I don't I don't know if that's because we hold them to like the John Wall standard. I, I don't know exactly why they can't seem to produce in a backup role to John Wall, or maybe Scotty's got to change what he's asking them to do. I'm I'm not sure, but I know that Sato can run this offense. I know that he can give him he can give him minutes off the bench, and I know that that Rivers was eating into those minutes. And now with Ubre and Rivers gone, that's going to free up a lot more minutes for I mean for Porter whether and I don't really like that but Ariza's going to step in here and he's going to play big minutes he's going to he's I think he's going to give them he's going to bring some veteran leadership that's not John Wall and Bradley Beal who it seems like they're they're at odds as much as they are on the same page these days like they're in you know like it's they're not even on the same page I think they're sometimes in the same chapter of the same book sometimes they're in completely different books so I think having another a, a, an actual veteran presence in Ariza I think that helps the team you know, maybe this is the spark that they need to put go on a little run. But like, ultimately, you, you, to me, and the reason I'm okay with this, and it has nothing to do with Ernie, is that it's because you you weren't gonna have the dollars to keep Ubre. Rivers doesn't add or take away anything from your team. It's a it's a push, right? And maybe there's something it, else he's playing. Not. You're trading away Ubre for one season for for Ariza for one season. I guess it doesn't matter because this season means nothing. Yeah, it doesn't matter. What, what, are, what are they? What are they aiming for? To finish sixth, fifth? 
This is a team that they're not going to get. They're not going to get that high. Because uh, that's, that's what I'm saying. What's the best? Team, what's their What's their ceiling right now with Ariza on the roster? What's the ceiling? I think this team is in full sell mode. I think you're going to see maybe a, um, a Beal moved. I think they're going to try to move Wall, which which is absolutely the wrong thing. I don't think this team was is up for a full rebuild. I think what you should have done is fired the GM, maybe fired the coach, and built around uh, um, a Wall and a Beal. And and try to trade away all these bad contracts you have. You had Jan Mahimi still with a sixty-four million dollar contract. The guy's not even playing minutes anymore. You have Thomas Bryant, who who is what a second-year player, wasn't even playing any significant minutes last year, and is now coming in and playing a, a, a significant role on this team and is the starting center. Oh, what does that? Yuck. They got into the Thomas Bryant thing by chance, right? No, I mean yeah. it was not. It sure. was not a. a we saw talent here. Well, hold on, hold and, on. And your, your boy, stuff. your boy. I, I definitely said over the summer though, when he was waived by the Lakers and acquired, like this was a promising young talent, and they got to bring him along. Hopefully, he wasn't going to be learning but behind Mahimi. Didn't see that. Uh, I know. He, fine. He fine. fell into that. Fine. But that's besides the point. I, I think this team is going to be in full rebuild mode, which. Well, no, no, but with. they can't. They can't be in full rebuild mode. Wall is untradeable. His contract is too big. Beal is tradable. But Wall without Beal, I would argue, is not the John Wall that we've become accustomed to because he he doesn't get double teamed, and frankly, he still can't consistently hit an outside shot anyway. So, like, if you're gonna if you're gonna hold a gun to my head and say you got to get rid of one of these guys, I, I'm I'm keeping Beal. I'm trading Wall. That's not possible. And I think like every time I think Ernie, I say anything along the lines of Ernie has the common sense to do or not to do X. I'm I'm completely wrong. So I'm not gonna pretend to get in Ernie's head here, but. Wall is untradeable because of the, the, the Supermax extension that he's on. There's only a handful of teams that can take him. And, and sure, there's a chance he goes to play with LeBron out in L.A., but that's a super long shot. And the Wizards would be getting so much talent in return and draft picks and everything else that I think most people would be okay with it. But I don't want to, I don't want to do that because I don't want Ernie. I don't want to save Ernie's job. He needs to own this. Ted needs to let him go. I mean, that I keep, I'm going to keep coming back to that. This is just... Typical Ernie, right here. This is this is a hundred percent Ernie Grunfeld. This is the kind of move that he makes. This is the, I mean, and this is the fan base that we're just punching bags. We're just getting punched in the nuts constantly here because, you know, we we draft. He drafted well. Ubre was a was a nice draft pick. He was showing promise, and now he shipped him out for, you know, Trevor Ariza, Austin Rivers. I don't really care about. He didn't move the needle for me one way or the other. I think I think uh, Coach Brooks had, um, you know, in the off season. I think he had he wet dreams about running. Four or five guys through that that's that like hybrid two three four position. It never really worked out. This team is so far below five hundred. It clearly didn't work out. I like Coach Brooks. I don't think he's the problem. Injuries suck. Dwight Howard can't stay healthy, and then the off the court stuff, which turned out to be a hoax. Like there's just something in the air here. Uh, you know, I think I think Ariza will help calm them down. I think he'll actually help them get back on track. They're better than what they're playing right now, but it just sucks to see Ubre leave because and but. The reality is we weren't going. He wasn't going to be on this roster next year anyway. But but here's one of the problems: if you have three people on this team who are making max max money deals, and you say you have a void of leadership, that's a problem. Of if course. you're getting paid that much money, of course, you need to become a leader. Yeah, of course, of course. But John Wall, John Wall's getting into it with people over over Rose Bar or whatever, and Bradley Beal's being all passed. Like they're not. They're they're a different team when they're winning, right? They're a different team. Right now they're not winning. They're, they're, I mean, it's it's uh, it's well, unfortunate, but I, I mean, they're, they're not playing defense. Could they be worse? 
I mean, statistically, not they could be, the right? But not really. season. Yeah, but not really. Not, not in the beginning of the season. I mean, they've kind of picked it up a little bit, but it was to the Brooklyn Nets yesterday. I mean, come on. This team is a disaster right now. Uh, maybe uh, yeah. the leadership of Ariza helps. I, I, I think Ariza's a good player. I think a trade for Ariza would have been reasonable and would have been good. But I would have traded Austin Rivers and, you know, maybe – I would have even given Sadoransky over. Actually, maybe not Sadoransky, but I don't know. I just have a hard time giving up on uh, on on Kelly Oubre. I, I don't think they gave up on him, to I mean, be honest. Man. Yeah, I mean, he's the guy's done everything right. What has he done wrong since he's been here? I can only Come imagine – He I played can, with heart. Yeah, I can only imagine that Ernie sold this to Ted and the other Wizards brass by saying – um, there isn't enough minutes to go around for all of these guys. Let's get a, a veteran leader that knows us, that we know him, he knows us. He's played with these guys before, which is all true. Let's see if we can get back on that magic carpet and, and kind of climb these these standings. Like, I mean, Ernie's, if I'm Ernie, I'm selling this as it's a guy that we know that knows us. There's history here. We know he can, he can he's going to help plug some holes defensively that we have. I mean, and and frankly, we can't pay Ubre to stay. So, and it's not working out anyway. So maybe this is a precursor to other moves. Maybe, maybe there. I, I mean, there was a there was a rumor circulating last week that the that the Spurs were inquiring about Auto Porter. I don't know what the hell Pop thinks he's getting an Auto Porter, but if you can get a bag of chips for him at this point, let gotta let him go. I mean, you gotta let him go, right? Yeah, but Ernie's not gonna do that. Instead, he'll probably sell Bradley Beal for a bag of chips. Well, I have no confidence yeah. in him. I mean, yeah, a quick I mean, quick glance around the league. Any other things you want to talk about? I mean, this I know this was all this is spur of the moment just to talk about the you know the Wiz and Ernie here. But uh, any anything else catch your eye? Did you catch Michael Jordan bopping uh, Malik Monk on the head for his bonehead technical? That's a that you got no. you got to go if you haven't seen it. It's it's must watch. And frankly, if it was uh, I mean, could you imagine like Don Sterling or, or somebody like a white owner doing that to a player? <laughs> it would have been like the end of the world. But but you should definitely go watch that clip. Michael Jordan was pissed that some of the players on the bench picked up technicals for celebrating too early, their victory too early. Um, are you watching a lot of the NBA this season, or are you kind of just in? Uh, are you in and out? Are you tuning in and out? I've been, I've been, I really have been tuned out of the NBA as a whole. I've been watching the Wizards, but it's so hard to watch this team. So, um, and with everything going on in DC, the Redskins, the the, the Cavs, everything, it, it, like we are. I feel bad for the fan base here because I think we deserve better. I think, uh, you know, we, we support the team through and through and we get called out by players on the Redskins and, and all that kind of stuff. So sports is, is kind of taking a backseat to me. I mean, it's tough to be a DC sports fan right now. You get, like you said, you got, we got uh, what Josh Johnson's going to be starting first game of his career, I think, tomorrow for the Redskins. The Caps are or the Caps are the Caps, and no one's going to complain about them. But you got, I mean, you got the Nats trading away starting pitching for relief pitching. Like there's there is something weird happening right now in the in this town. You got owners coming out saying that Bryce is not going to return. That's kind of a, a DC epidemic where no one wants to stay here. Well, and now no now we can add the Wizards just. You know, it's it's not fair to say that they're throwing in the towel, but this this doesn't scream. This move doesn't make me feel confident that the team is thinking about the long term. I think this is an expiring contract that they don't. They, they it allows them to dump Austin Rivers too, which really hasn't planned out. Like ultimately, Rivers was a was an add in just to get rid of Gortat, which fine. But now, whatever. Now now you have Trevor Ariza coming to town, and I I think in the short term, I think he'll help them. Obviously, long term, he's thirty three years old. He's on a one year deal. You're not going to keep him next season. So you still have to develop what you have. Oh, absolutely. Is he going to start? 100%. 
Is he going to start over auto? I think Where's so. Where's he going to start? Uh, the four? Uh, yeah. Over key? Yeah, why not? Move Maybe move maybe move uh, move him to the five. Yeah, I don't Try I don't some know. small ball or something. Who knows? Who knows? Any thoughts hey, on the Redskins hey. game tomorrow? You want to talk about the Jags for a second? Is there a Redskins game tomorrow? There is a Redskins game tomorrow. Yeah, there is. Is a there going to be more than? Is going to be more than four thousand people at the stadium? Uh, in Jacksonville with a four and Probably nine not. team, I I I'm going to go under thirty k fans. Yeah, way under thirty k. I mean, Jacksonville had had trouble filling up their their stadium before. Now they're four and nine again, and Cody Kessler's the quarterback. I, I can't imagine many people are psyched to see that game. Are you ready to? You know uh, are you ready to reconsider my Blake Bortles offer? You ready to reconsider? Have him, uh, have him Blake come to town to play quarterback. No, I don't want Blake Bortles. Who do you want? Because no. he's the only. Actually, we can't even afford him. Forget it. Yeah, we can't. You, can't. you, you have to go rookie, and I don't know this team. The, these two quarterback injuries have set the team back another five years. If oh, Bruce no Allen doubt. Is still here, no it. doubt. Five years yeah, at exactly. least. At least six, seven years. I mean, we can't rebuild that fast. We need a we need a full overhaul on the front office. But I mean, he, I don't know. I would I would personally keep Jay. I'd fire Bruce. I'd let him get a fourth DC, even though that's ridiculous to even think about four DCs in five years or whatever it is. Um, but clearly, the, on the defensive side, the team is lost. Uh, they, the, I mean, the haha move hasn't you know, hasn't played out at all. I mean. They, they think about it. Zach Brown, Mason Foster, Josh Norman. All these players are are basically saying they don't want to be here anymore. But I mean, they don't have to know. be, right? I mean, and and as a Skins fan, I like some of those guys. I want some of them. I don't. But you know, it's not our money. But at the same time, they have to play. There there are house rules, right? And they're going to be in violation of a ton of them if all these guys come back. But to pay. But again, like when we talk about Bruce Allen, and like I, I'm, my blood's already boiling talking about Bruce Allen. But why did you pay a guy like Zach Brown if you if you had a, if you if he was going to be a part time player for you? I, I don't understand the the logic in that move. You know, we at the time we were torn about the Alex Smith deal, right? But that's so much guaranteed money that potentially is going to come back. You talk about forty million dead cap money, dead cap money going into next season, and you have two quarterbacks with two broken legs, with one broken leg apiece. Who probably won't be ready for for training camp? I mean, Alex Smith, like you know, we just hope that he recovers. Period. And on top of that, you have a rookie. You have Darius Geis, who also apparently had an infection, and is like on a and his timetable to return is now extended. So how did we go from being the Redskins, uh, like with, if I recall correctly, RG three, RG three was on this roster, and like Dan Snyder brought in Doctor Andrews to be like, a like the head team. Something right, like he was on our staff. I think he still is. I'm not even sure. Yeah, here's the question: Did did, did James Andrews do the surgeries for both of these guys? I don't think so. I'm but not sure it's very odd. Geis was in Louisiana, which is odd. But yeah, I, I, he, honestly, I don't know. I'm just home. my my thought was like you went from having like this this crack staff of like the best the best like surgeon in the on the planet to somehow having two players with unrelated injuries that happened at two completely different times, and they both had infections that are, and are both here's, being set back? Here's what I heard about the Alex Smith thing, is that when uh, flesh is broken and, and there's bones exposed, you have a very high chance of uh, infections. Sure. But, I mean, either way, who cares about that? I, honestly, I just wish Alex Smith helped so he can me be too. a normal human being again. Yes. And whether he plays quarterback or not, I mean, that's secondary to me. Seems like a good guy, and you know he's always done the right things. He didn't say a word when he came here. I mean, led by example. 
Um, and Colt McCoy, I think he'll be back for training camp, but who cares about Colt McCoy being back for training camp? He'll be here for two weeks and he'll get injured again. I mean, he can't stay healthy. So, Well, even if he's healthy, even if he's 100% healthy, even if he's playing right now, he's not your he's starter. He's not your starter. Yeah. He's not He's not he's your future. Still- so. Uh, and easy, and and because we're the Redskins, and you look at the you look at the collegiate ranks, the, there's like one quarterback that everybody wants, and nobody else. Like there, it's not last year's draft. Although last year's draft, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think the jury's still out on Sam Darnold and and Rosen, but I mean Baker Mayfield is. Cleveland Browns are balling, man. I can't. I'm actually looking forward yeah. to that game tonight. I'm looking forward to that game. Real quick, give me your give me your top five teams in the NFL. Rams, Chargers, Saints. Uh, I, I, oh, Kansas City, of course. What is that? Rams, Chargers, Saints, Kansas City, and then the Pats. You want to talk about what happened to the Pats in Miami? The miracle yeah, of yeah, the I mean, Hard Rock? Gronk. Gronk. Gronk signed to the club early. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I, I don't think the Pats make it this year, which... No, and I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Personally, I'm cheering hard for Phillip Rivers. I think I think Phillip Rivers has had a... I mean, he's had a one amazing career, and... It seems like I mean he doesn't lose in December, but that team right yeah. now and that, that I mean the defense is still up and down, but they drafted a baller in uh in Derwin um what's that dude's name? Derwin James. Derwin James, thank Derwin you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they can pretty much hang with anybody and they I mean they ate Kansas City's lunch, man. And I, I just love the way that they're being Dude, coached too. The balls that Anthony Lynn has for going for two with three seconds left. I mean, I mean, I guess you, it's like whatever. I'm going to make the playoffs anyways. Let's go all out. But dude, the balls that that guy has to do that, I would have never done that. No, but but I, I, but I love. They the also call. did it without Keenan Allen. The whole game, Keenan Allen was was hurt. He didn't play. And no, no, Melvin Gordon either. I mean, this is a, this is a really good team that that's running a, yeah. a, an efficient offense and defensively they can. I mean, they did limit Kansas City to 28 points, right? I mean, they somewhat. I mean, that's better than most teams. Yeah. And Andy Reid always had issues in the playoffs. So I, I think it's going to be fun playoffs to watch. Uh, I agree with you. I agree with you. Do you think the Redskins will be part of the playoffs? You know what? I actually think that Josh Johnson's going to actually win like two games and the Redskins are going to be eight and eight. <laughs> and they're going to decide that because we were so close and the injuries hit us that we're going to do nothing and we're going to be in the same boat next year. <sighs> That's my Redskins season prediction. Do you think he wins? You know, I had that theory about new quarterbacks coming in. They always get one win. They can still. I, I mean, they can still. The if they if they win this week, <laughs> they're right back where in the driver's seat in Philly, losing Carson Wentz. It looks like for the season. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's possible. They got tiebreaker against yeah. Carolina. They got. I mean, they have yeah, the tiebreaker against Green Bay. The yeah, they're in. They're, they still have. If you look at all the teams in the hunt. They're all falling back. I mean. Every single one of them. What's the best team in the hunt? Minnesota, and we saw what Kirk Cousins did last week. Uh, they can do it. Is is kind of where I keep coming back to. They can, but it won't. I mean, I don't I, think it will. It's a long shot. It's a very, very long shot. But it might save Jay, and if it saves Jay, then I'm okay with it. Because it would, right? I mean, if if that's what it takes to keep him around, then I'm okay with it. Because I I don't think this is on Jay. I just don't. I don't think so either. I, I like Jay. I think he's a good coach. I think he's a good offense coordinator. But I just didn't think. He hasn't had the pieces since Pierre and Deshaun left, which, I mean, he's very heavily involved in scouting and all that offseason stuff, but he just hasn't had the pieces. Final thought? I don't know. Yeah, Simi Cobbs. Did you hear that story? No. Practice squad Redskins player. They really liked him for since preseason. 
They wanted to bring him up. The Saints offered him a spot on their 53-man roster. The, the Redskins said, hey, we'll match it, and I think we'll give you more money. And he was like, no, I'll go to the Saints. Wouldn't you? I, I would too, yeah. But, Hashtag the I mean, curse. That's, that's so Redskins. I mean, look, let's go ahead and pencil Let's pencil in Ubre for uh, 10 straight years of being an NBA All-Star and maybe winning a championship too. Right? No, he's, I'll definitely get a he's on the Rashid Wallace track now. Yeah, Nick Young has a championship. JaVale McGee has a championship. He's got two. He's got two. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. All right, LP, have a good one, my man. Happy Saturday. Hail to the Redskins, hopefully tomorrow. Wizards trade away Ubre and Austin Rivers bring in, uh, you know, old friend Trevor Ariza to play some uh, 3 and D. We'll see how it works out. More to follow. Thanks for listening. This has been DTC. We are out.